0: Hello, and welcome to episode 154 of The Gamer's Lounge, where Mrs. Gamer's Lounge and Bill are looking for adventure.
1: Yes, we are.
0: And the dear listeners have not... (laughs) I have no idea how long that actually took to put in.
1: <laughs> you never read it.
0: I, I, then this is why. Yes. <laughs> I probably should buy a little mixer with sound effects. No. Oh, way we just hit a button.
1: No. No. No? No. Pots and pans.
0: Pots, huh?
1: Sound effects used to be made by clapping, pots and pans. Wow. You can go all kinds of directions.
0: Okay. You've heard, you, you, There you go. We're going to move to new high-tech <laughs> pots and pans and clapping sound effects on the Gamer's Lounge. Well, <laughs> no editing. True. Very true. Hey, sweetie, we're, we're doing another podcast.
1: I know. Yay.
0: Yay. You are not excited.
1: <laughs> uh, Do you
0: want to yell out for help? You've no. been forced here under duress to play a game and then give your opinions?
1: No, I'm fine.
0: You're fine. I'm fine. I am so sleepy on the couch.
1: No, you're not. (laughs) I am tired. We had a very long weekend.
0: Why was the weekend so long?
1: Well, we stayed up till 2 on Friday watching TV, and then we stayed up. Watching The
0: Boys. What did you think of the comic book show on Amazon? The Boys. It was
1: good. Surprising watch it. Okay.
0: So there is nothing like in it's funny. So I guess
1: there should be a, um you know a, an advisory.
0: Yeah. So uh Jay, right? Big J.
1: But yeah. Oh, he loved it.
0: Yeah, Big Jay posted he's like this is fantastic. I love it. They did so good. I think there's going to be a sequel. And for anybody <laughs> who even has any strange thoughts as a parent about letting their kids re- watch this after seeing all the advisories in the beginning, Don't
1: (laughs) the advisories are real. And to the key of the episode. Yeah. Uh, Josh also watched it last night and loved it.
0: Oh, did he binge it last night? Yes.
1: He binged it last night. Loved it.
0: It is. uh, So it's eight episodes and I, they're all about an hour long. And I will say, I'll say this. I'm wondering if you'll agree. I think it is well worth watching and well worth binge watching.
1: Yes, I think you have to sit down and watch the whole thing. I don't think it's an episode. I think it's a whole story that took eight hours. Huh. Okay. It was a movie. In my
0: eight-hour movie, that's yeah, what
1: I, I felt like.
0: I think we could have walked away and come back, but I, I do think it's worth. Uh, like, it's in that category that it's.
1: It's a binge. You're not going
0: to be upset binging it,
1: Mm-mm.
0: and you may not even you may not hate yourself afterwards.
1: No, no, they, I don't think you can.
0: They deal with a lot of adult issues, so. General premise is superheroes are real.
1: But these are kind of not nice superheroes. What happens
0: when, you know, the power goes to your head? Good way to put it. And in the very beginning, like one of the first scenes, when you see the superheroes being superheroes, right? The the Superman, not Superman. Yeah. And the Wonder Woman, not Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, there was a point, and this doesn't spoil anything. there's a point where I pointed out to you, like, Superman shows up, he lands, boom! He's standing in front of the criminal, the criminal's shooting at the Wonder Woman lookalike, and Superman grabs him and throws him into the air. And then you just see him crash down on a car, like, completely smashed to pieces and dead Mm -hmm. in the background. But it's all in the background as Superman is going on to winningly smile at the small children and ask if they're okay.
1: Oh, yes. (laughs) But I don't think that we can talk much more. I think that everything is a spoiler in this show.
0: But, I mean, so... I I pointed that out to you. Everything
1: was a, oh, my God.
0: And that's what I was going to ask. I pointed that out to you. Did you see that and Mm. you were in shock? Or did you... Like, it was something that I was... It took watching my, for. It
1: took my brain the entire time to process the show and where it was going and what they were trying to do.
0: That they just.
1: And that's why I think it was eight hours of. Straight up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it was. Um, really, really. I really liked yeah, it. Yeah, it was really good. I don't know how much I would like a second season. I would watch it. I'm not sure where they would go with the second season, but I. I I would I was watch completely it, yeah, but I don't it.
1: think it. I don't. I don't think it
0: would go well. So, so but that, that's only one night. I mean, and then, you said we were up late all weekend,
1: <laughs> and then we uh, got up bright and early, not really, at eleven <laughs> o'clock when
0: <laughs> we were Speedy supposed to. Josh, do... <laughs> Josh is on his way here. <laughs> yeah. But we
1: had planned uh, with Josh to work on our folklore story. And um we finished our first campaign. Is that the right word? Mission?
0: So we'll be yeah, we'll be doing a um much longer, larger review of folklore coming up, but yes. folklore by Greenbrier Games. It is a dungeon crawl campaign uh fantasy campaign uh game. And it came out uh, yeah, well, I mean, we'll go into all the details, but we have finished, so with the campaign and the first expansion, there's a second expansion that just went through this year on, on eBay, but with the campaign and the first expansion, there is, uh, and I had to look at this, there is one six-story campaign. That's one solid story all the way through. Mm-hmm. That's from the core box, the the original version.
1: That what we just did. And
0: that's what we just finished. There is a five story campaign. Okay. Uh five I think it's a five. It's a five or six. I think it's a I think it's a five um, that we are talking about doing next. And then there are wow. I want to say another four or five missions in the expansion book, stories. Um, which, that'll make more sense. But basically, everything's split up into a story. Every mission, quote-unquote. And then the stories are split up into chapters. Uh, so there's like four or five other stories in the expansion book. And then people and the company, Green Games, have already started to publish some online. Oh,
1: my. So
0: but we yeah, actually so we, played done, that
1: till like 2 a.m.,
0: yeah, we we did. From we, like
1: midnight uh, midnight, um, noon. Like
0: 11 or 12. Yeah. I mean there was yeah. lunch and dinner involved in there and
1: but it was it was very long. So I'm a little exhausted from the weekend. But we finished it. We did. We finished it. We finished our first campaign. I think this is my first first campaign game.
0: Seafall.
1: Oh, yes, Seafall.
0: So, this is your second campaign game, but this is not a legacy game.
1: It is not a legacy game, and it is the first time, really, that I had a character that was
0: built. So, Folklore is very much a and d without the Dungeon Master style game.
1: And I've never played that, so...
0: And you never really... You never played Dungeons & Dragons, either. You never did any role-playing. Nope. I mean, other than when we went to Gen Con. Right. And did that one... But that was a session. That wasn't a campaign. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, but, so, so the a, weekend
1: was very full.
0: We had a very full weekend.
1: So I'm tired today.
0: And then I made you sit down and play two games of Call to Adventure. See, no echo there.
1: No echo. But, you know, <laughs> it was, um, <laughs> of course, I said no. And then you said, you've played this and you like it. And I was, okay. Because I have to trust him because he has a handy-dandy little thing where he keeps track of how many games uh-huh. we play and who wins and who loses. Uh-huh. And I don't know what that is, but I'm sure he can tell and us. And then we
0: played it, and
1: I remembered that I really beta. like it. See? And <laughs> the first time I uh, did not pick my uh, my cards well, and the second time I was much better and picked things that made sense.
0: Yeah. So you've you have played so you have played Call to Adventure seven times.
1: Yes, and I should remember that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you should.
1: But we do have a lot of games,
0: so we do, and we're working our way through reviewing them all. Yes, playing and reviewing them all. Yes, and we've been doing really good this year.
1: Yes, we have.
0: So, oh.
1: so how many times have I won? Uh,
0: how many times have you won Call to Adventure? Yes. Uh, hold on.
1: Do I have an average?
0: You've won three times.
1: Hmm. How three about at, you? Three
0: out of seven. I've won six out of nine. Ooh, yeah, um, very good. Yeah, uh, actually, I I do pretty well at this game. For- <laughs> now your top score is higher than mine. Eh. But but uh, your top score is higher than Josh's. Oh <laughs> now He's,
1: that could be a problem. It's, it's
0: good that Josh doesn't listen to uh like the, the uh podcast.
1: Maybe he should.
0: So anyways, okay, so Call to Adventure. Call to Adventure is a is a card game. Um but I hesitate to say card, so listen. What I would say to the listeners, listen to our full explanation. I'll try to get this down concisely, which will be unlike me, <laughs> and uh, so that you can understand sort of how this game plays out. So it is a card game. Uh, it's put out by Brotherwise Games. Uh, there is a base game, and there are already confirmed two expansions coming. Um, Board Game Geek has a very solid rating for this. Um, it's rated 7.5 out of 10. So 7 is good, usually willing to play. 8 is very good, enjoy playing it and would suggest it. You agree with that? Yeah. Right in the middle of those two? I'd be an 8. You would put it to an 8? You, su- you would you would oh, suggest it? I would move this to my shelf. Oh, okay. Well, we have found one that is would move to her shelf.
1: Which means I have to remember I like it.
0: Uh, I remember. Um, you know, it's it's pretty good. It's got fourteen. Um, uh, sh- sorry, uh, it's got over a thousand people rating this on Board Game Geek. Oh. Uh, says that the complexity or the weight is only a two point oh three out of five, and it says that the play time is thirty to thirty to sixty minutes. It plays one to four players.
1: I didn't pay attention to how long it took.
0: It, we play it pretty quick. For us, it plays quick. So. The basis of this game is you are going to be generating or building a character in a fantasy world. Yes. Now, I don't want to be specific about a role. It's not specific like a role-playing character or a book character or a movie character. It could be any of those.
1: It's... M- it 's really not even a character it's what your cards can do it's instructions on what your cards can do
0: right, except that all those cards add together into a story.
1: Well, my stories are very disjointed <laughs> uh,
0: but but they are right i mean you've you've built them into a story before. Um, anybody who follows the uh, the gamers' lounge Facebook page, which they should um, can see at one point I actually posted when we first got the game and asked um, you know I tagged Brotherwise Games but asked for feedback on generating a story so you know at the end of the game once you and, and we'll go through the mechanics and everything but what you're doing is you're laying out these cards um, uh, while, while I have some stuff coming up here uh, you basically have an At the beginning of the game, you have three cards you're going to lay out on your player board. It's an origin card, your motivation, and your destiny. What are you ultimately going to become? You then will add to your tableau story cards Mm -hmm. that kind of refine who your character is. And they're each going to add into the the three areas. And then you're going to play some hero or anti-hero ability cards. So you're either sort of fall into the darkness and an anti-hero or you're a hero. Mm-hmm. And this is what I mean. And then when you're all done, you end up with this, this tableau of cards that all comes together. And, you know, as an example, um, at one point, if I just... And this is the cool thing about why I say it's a character that you're building. Okay. Uh, at one point in one of our games, and this is a picture you can all see up on Facebook. So if you jump over there at some point, look at the pictures on the Gamers Lounge, you'll see what I'm reading. So at the end of the game, I had a noble who was secret royalty, who had assisted in planning the city's defenses, who won... The loyalty of one of my foes, who he happened to have been born lucky. He was honorable. He was arrested but resisted arrest and also soothed the savage beast. And his destiny was to, to basically move forward and lead the rebels survive the horde of the undead because he was a supernatural and the blood of the dragon.
1: And this is my storyteller husband.
0: But but all I've done is read it, the titles on the cards.
1: Yes, you have. But you're able, like, yeah.
0: Right? So so that that's sounded, what you're ending up doing.
1: Yeah, that sounded very different than what goes on in my head.
0: That That's fair. Yeah. That's fair, right? Because what I'm doing here is I'm reading, this is... This is what the game is. This is when you're all done. This is what you've created. Now the mechanics to get there. Very different. Yeah. Right. So,
1: but that, that was a pretty cool story.
0: Yeah. And that's what you're doing is you're, you're creating stories. Um, not statistics, not stats or anything, although that's going to come in, but you're, you're ultimately creating this story in three parts. Uh, Again, an origin, a motivation, and a destiny.
1: I wish I saw it that way.
0: (laughs) But you still enjoy the game? Oh,
1: absolutely! But completely in a different. I mean, it's it's definitely talking about two different two different mindsets. um, Because I'm looking at specific symbols, specific goals, specific.
0: You're looking at the mechanics of the game, not the theme. I guess so. Yeah. So here's one of the things. So so it's a card based game, but you're going to be using the cards as a reference mm-hmm. for abilities, and you're gonna be adding cards as the things that you win in order to add up and score points. Right. Right? So there there's some basics. That's what now, the game also and does have some randomization because you have to do tests and you don't know if you're gonna pass or not. And that randomization is done with runes.
1: And you roll those really well.
0: And and we're really throwing, we're we're tossing the runes. Yes. Throwing the runes. So do you want to explain because right now any the listener who is religious is like witchcraft. Why? Because Tossing of runes is reading the future and everything else. Do you want to explain what the the runes and they are runes? But do you want to explain what the runes are like? What is it we're using? They're dice, two sided dice, two
1: sided dice, and they're they're like a triangle, and they just have different symbols on them to to represent one, two, or three.
0: So it's basically double sided chips. Yeah. Like, uh, they're not really triangle. I think it's squared, but they're tilted. They're more, they're like, they're like, they're they're like rhombuses.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? They're, they're tilted off to the side. Yeah. Um, It's kind of a, I mean, they're, they're plastic. They're, they're nice. Mm -hmm. You have a tray. Now, we, because I always forget what the reference is, we, See these, like one side, the majority of the runes, uh, they're colored. They have a single slash on one side and a runic symbol on the other. And basically you have three basic runes that you yeah. everybody always gets.
1: And then depending on the cards that you collect.
0: you picked, you
1: get extra ones.
0: So in by that symbols. right, there's symbols on the cards that add additional runes. Mhm. And then there's dark where there's three dark runes. Everything's in a set of 3, so it's yes. three basics, three dark runes, and three of each symbol. Right. Now, the symbols in this game are a sword, uh, looks like a pair of tweezers, kind of sideways pair of tweezers. Mm-hmm. Uh what Julie calls the upside down barn, <laughs> uh, a wand, a crown, a crown, and what's the uh, with the dot in the middle, the green,
1: a pyramid,
0: a pyramid, like a mountain, mountain, maybe
1: it's a triangle upside. Yeah, it's like a triangle, triangle with a with dot, dot and- on the in
0: an upside down triangle with a dot, but it's not Pretty actually much. a triangle. It's a wet like it's open on the bottom, right? So. Um, so it's not a greater than or less than symbol. It's, it's yeah. You'd have to look at it. A mountain, I would say is the closest. Yeah. And then the dark runes have moons on one side and then slashes on the other. Uh, the basic runes primarily are blank on one side and have a slash on the other. Now here's the other thing though, for all those role-playing <coughs> people out mm-hmm. there and gaming people, the swords represent strength. Yes. Yes. The tweezers represent dexterity. The upside-down barn represents constitution. The wand represents intelligence. The mountain or the green you know, symbol with the dot in the middle represents wisdom. And the crown represents charisma. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it that way, my noble that I mentioned before... My noble starts with charisma and strength.
1: And then you can add to it.
0: And then i get more. And when I was secret nobility, I got more charismatic because I'm secretly noble or mm-hmm. secret royalty. So I, I'm, it might be a little bit of a disservice. Now, I'm really bad at remembering which one of those goes to which. Everything I just gave was because I read it and was reading <laughs> it. But, like... If you can remember. And every once in a while, like, I remember the green every once in a while is is wisdom.
1: You seem to always get dexterity.
0: Dexterity, I remember. Because you
1: always say that when you pick it out of the box.
0: Yeah. And when you think about it that way, like, it it can add to the story. So there is a card out there. Mm -hmm. One of the cards is the Dark Colossus. Uh, it's one of the level three cards. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the picture shows this little 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 warrior with a sword waving in the air, kind of out on this like uh, like this this prominent point out on some rocks on the side of a mountain, and then this giant fills the entire card rock monster that's glowing with like a blue magic stuff. Yeah. Now what's kind of interesting? What I've always found interesting on that. It takes two abilities. You can apply two abilities to the fight, right? You can apply strength, swords, and you can apply dexterity. Right. On the card, there's a top and bottom of the Dark Colossus card, and you choose how you want to face this challenge. And the two ways to face the Dark Colossus challenge are to fight and defeat the Dark Colossus or climb it. Which is why I've always made the joke when that card comes up, oh, you're going to run up it? Because <laughs> dexterity is eh, it's rampaging through the countryside, but I'm going to climb to its head. <laughs> I'm going to get it. Right? And, and I'm solving it through dexterity. So mm-hmm. there is some more, there's a little bit of the depth of story, I think. Right. But because I am bad at remembering what is what, and you are bad at remembering what is what, we go, we need swords, Right. <laughs> We need crowns, right?
1: And I guess that's where I go for um, playing the game.
0: Right. That's what I'm you know, talking like, about. Like,
1: is all that going on in your head when you play games?
0: Yeah. Oh, this game absolutely. That's one of the things I love most about this game. Is there is such a great story every time we play this.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I am missing that, but I don't think that's. I think that's the kind of player I am. I don't think my imagination is as big as that's fair. As yours, or I'm just trying to remember the mechanics because one of my problems is for I I don't remember for very long
0: <laughs> what the mechanics are. What yeah. the
1: mechanics are, and especially because we play a lot of games.
0: Yep. yep. So
1: it's not like we play this. All the time. So for me, I'm constantly reminding myself how to play.
0: Okay. That's, it's not, a, that's it does, fair.
1: It doesn't take the enjoyment out of it. It's just more of a. If I could make a cheat sheet for most of our games, it would probably be well. Yeah. But for I haven't everybody. figured out
0: the cheat sheets that would be helpful <laughs> for you yet. Because it's. You don't want to read the whole rules. And then when I try to boil things down, it really comes back to. Just telling me what to do. Well, but no, 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 no. Like this, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter whether it's strength or not. You're still just looking for swords. Right. And how many swords do you get? Yeah. Right. So, I, I mean, if you want that, we can write it down and we can call it by the names and everything else. But I'm not sure. It, this I'm not game, sure how much it would add.
1: Yeah, this game, I'm not sure that it would be necessary. But I, I am intrigued, and I think it's awesome that your brain works different than mine. Yeah. Um, and just showing the difference of, I still enjoy the game. I still like the game. I'd still pull out the game, Mm -hmm. especially, well, today I remember, man, I'm sounding like a ditz, honey. It's okay. I'm sounding so (laughs) ditzy
0: today. It's okay. (laughs) So when you walk up to a table and this is all set up, what you're going to see is there's a player board where you're going to sit down, Mm -hmm. you're going to get two cards for each of the three areas, origin, oh.
1: mm-hmm.
0: right, motivation and destiny, your origin is going <laughs> to give you your initial abilities it's typically it, well, I think pretty much all the origins are going to give you two symbols, mm-hmm. two different you know, a two different symbols, and some ability at the bottom of your card, and some of the abilities are things like uh, get experience. And we're going to explain experience in a minute. But get experience if you fail. Uh, you had the farmer today, right? Yes. So your farmer was swords, which is strength, and upside-down barns, right? Constitution? I, I think so. So I think the farmer was strength and constitution. And it basically said, anytime you do a challenge
1: I where fail. either
0: a sword or an upside-down barn is involved and you fail, get two experience. Yes. Um, and so... You're going to get two cards for your origin. And that's going to be like farmer, noble, apprentice, uh, different things like that. Basic sort of who were you before you started becoming an adventurer. Yes. And it's going to give you your two stats, your two abilities that you're going to start with. Mm -hmm. uh, And some other thing that either benefits you or lets you change things. Um, then you're going to get two cards for your motivation. Mm -hmm. Now the motivation isn't going to give you any symbols, but what it is going to do is it'll do a a number of different things. Primarily what it's going to do is give you an ability. Most of the abilities are spend an experience, add one of this stat to what you're casting. Mm-hmm. Right, to your challenge right so i 'm um, uh, trying to think of I, I guess let me let me go back to my picture, right, so my noble was uh, in the in the Facebook picture was born lucky, born lucky says once per turn, I can spend the little red symbol as experience, so I can spend an experience to flip over one of the dark runes I just cast that 's one of the specialized ones. Other times it might say something like um, "spend one to add a wisdom," the green symbol, mm-hmm. right? So you're gonna pick that, and then you're gonna get two, and you're you're gonna get two cards as well for your destiny. The destiny is gonna be kept secret, mm-hmm. and the destiny has your win condition. So, for example, in if you go to Facebook and look, in the Blood of the Dragon Destiny, at the very top, there's this symbol of a scroll. We'll come back to that. Uh, and then it says, at the end of the game, gain one dark or anti-hero victory point for every constitution and every charisma that I have in my tableau. Also gain one dark victory point for every anti-hero card. I have in my hand, which means I haven't played it. Oh. So, you know, there's a bunch of different, like I played the Paragon of Light in one, in our last game. Mm-hmm. And the Paragon of Light said as long as you are good, you haven't gone dark, yep. uh, get, a, get three extra victory points and then for every light or good non-evil uh, victory point set you get, which victory points could be one point, three points, six points, you know, uh, add an additional point for those. So, you know, uh, you had, uh, I don't remember what your two were tonight.
1: Well, the first <laughs> the first three cards I picked all... Um,
0: didn't work together. Didn't
1: work together. Completely counteracted them. Um,
0: and let me say this. But this... It's actually really hard to get a set of cards that don't work together. There's cards that... There are cards that will all work together, then there are cards right, that are all sort of independent. And There's none that will necessarily work against each other.
1: No, but when one card is making you good and one is making you bad, it kind of um, eliminates a lot of what you're trying to do.
0: <laughs> Very true. Very true.
1: So the second time I looked at all three cards... Before I chose which ones I was yep. going to
0: keep. So that's what you're going to do. You're going to look at the six cards, right? Two, two, and two. You're going to you pick one, discard one, and the discard ones go back in the box. And everybody's going to do that. You're going to keep your destiny secret, mm-hmm. the end game. You're going to flip the other two over. The other. So that's what you're going to see on your tableau. You're going to have these little red chips, <laughs> little red tokens. Yeah. Uh, those... Every one of those tokens is an experience. Yes. So when you fail to do, there's a number of ways to get experience, but the most common way is when you fail a task or a challenge, you get experience from it. Well, because you tried. Because you tried and you got experience. You did something. Right. Um, You're going to have a card sitting in front of you, which has a little triscale on it. And it is light. It is white. That is a hero ability card. Mm-hmm. There is a de- There will be a deck of cards with those Triscales, the white Triscales on the back. Then there's going to be another deck of cards next to that with black Triscales. Those are anti-hero cards. Right. Hero cards are exactly what they sound like. They help you do challenges. They might... They
1: give you positive effects.
0: Positive effects. They might give positive effects to other people.
1: Yes, I Um, got to change something of yours.
0: Yeah. Anti-hero cards also will help you.
1: Against your enemy. Well,
0: no, they'll help you, and they can screw over the other people (laughs) playing the game. (laughs) Which
1: I still can't do all the time.
0: So, um, and those... There's different ways to get those cards in the game, but you start with a hero card. Yes. And then there's going to be a tracker, this little round disc tracker that sits sort of on the left side of your board. And there's sort of there's a ladder there. And you're going to be three steps down the ladder at this point, which is very neutral. Yep. And you can go either way up the ladder, but basically it is how good. There are two additional steps of goodness. Yep. And then there are four steps of not so good. Now, right. for the first two steps of not good, you're just an anti-hero, which means mm-hmm. you're you're dark but you're not evil. Right. The third step, you are straight up a villain. Yeah. And the fourth step is well, evil. You're beyond villain, you're just evil. Um yeah. now, there's ways to come back from that. In fact, Absolutely. one of the cards that you picked today Yeah. Actually starts you down that track of darkness. You're uh, despaired or whatever. Like you start one step into the dark.
1: And that is the kind of thing I'm talking about with picking my cards is my second (laughs) one put me in despair. But the third third card, which actually helps you add up your points, needed you to be good. good. (laughs) Right. So it's a bad combination.
0: So, yeah. And that's one of the... uh, There's a a few like that. So the last thing you'll... The last two things you'll see on the board is we have a tray. The tray actually comes with the game. We have a tray that we keep all our runes in. And it's the different... It's three runes of each of the abilities, three basics, and three dark. Right. And then you'll see three decks with... A row of cards coming out of each deck. And yeah. for a two-player game, it's four cards. For a three- and four-player game, it's five cards. And those are in the top two, right? The decks are actually Roman numeral one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Row one is going to be flipped up so you can see all the cards. Row two and three are going to be flipped upside down. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, that's what you'll see when you step up to the game. Yep. Now, what you're doing is you're now going to take turns. You're just gonna you're going to pick a starting player. Um, the book recommends the last person to have completely completed reading a book goes first. <laughs> uh, the rule book recommends that. And but yeah, however you choose who's going to go first, you're then going to go clockwise around the table. Yep. Uh, the player, like if if I'm first player, I'm going to look at the first row. I'm going to pick a challenge. There might be a trait which just says, if you have strength, like a, a first level trait, right? If uh, bravery, if you have strength in your tableau, or you spend one experience point, take bravery and now you're brave. And that gives you an additional strength and usually something else.
1: Yeah. And that's also where you're going to add up all those little symbols.
0: Right, so that you need
1: for your
0: rune. So, so let's say I take bravery first, and then Julie goes, and she, I don't know, she tries a challenge, and then it comes back to me, and now I'm going to get a challenge. So I'm going to look at the tableau. I'm going to look at the four, or the, not the tableau, but the cards that are out there. Now, keep in mind, I have, I have my my noble who mm-hmm. is charismatic and strength so crown and sword mm-hmm. and i just picked up brave and brave gave me an extra sword yeah so now so the brave card slides underneath my noble card and so just the top is showing and it has a, another symbol of the sword on there so now i look and i say okay um uh you know i'm trying to think of one of the good ones you know uh guard the walls Mm-hmm. Right, so I want to go, I, so basically it's uh, it's uh, basically take a turn as a guard, and you have two choices. One choice says go chase down a criminal. Yep. The other choice, and that's the bottom of the card, the other choice says guard the walls. And this takes, it might take strength and wisdom, right? So it'll be the little green triangle with the dot, and it'll be the sword symbol. And I go, huh, I don't have any wisdom. I don't have that symbol anywhere on my tableau. But I do have two of the sword symbols. So in order to try, and there might be a number on this card that says four. Mm -hmm. Right? Or in this case, I think Guard the Walls is a three, because it has a plus one on the bottom. So let's say it's a three. Now, the top of the card says Guard the Walls. It It gives me another symbol. Yep. Right? It might give me a constant, like the green symbol, the the, the wisdom symbol.
1: But you have to win the card. In but the I have to win to... the card to
0: get that, right? So I got to do the challenge. So the first thing I do to do the challenge, I look at, you know, it's going to take constitution, or no, it's going to take wisdom, and it's going to take swords. Right. Green, uh, yellow swords, and green triangles. So I take my three basic runes. Mm hmm. I then look at my tableau and I see that I have two sword symbols. So I go get two of the three sword runes. Right. Add them to my three basic runes. I now have five runes. I, I make a decision. Do I want to spend experience to, to get put a dark rune in there? Right. And I can do that up to three times. It so I make might sure let's say easier. yeah. So I'm going to spend one and I'm going to do a dark rune. So now I have six runes. I pick them all up. I shake them in my hand. I cast them on the table. So the sword runes, the two sword runes, Mm -hmm. because I only have two of the three, one side has a sword, one side has a slash. A slash is one success. A sword is two. So let's say one sword comes up and one slash comes up. There's three so far. The basic runes, two of them... Have a single slash and a blank side. Mm -hmm. One of them has a single slash and a double-sided triangle. One that's white, one that's black. Mm -hmm. So let's say that comes up, the black and white triangle. Right. Uh, One comes up blank, and the other, uh, both my basics come up blank. And then the dark runes have a moon and a slash. And let's say the moon comes up. Yep. So the moon is worth two victory points, two successes. The sword is worth two successes, so that's four. And the slash is also worth a success, so I've just gotten five successes for the three that I need to, so I succeeded at the challenge yes. plus two. Because the moon came up on the dark rune, I now go a little bit evil. Yep. So I dropped down the evil track. The So I've just become a little darker.
1: So by using those, you are risking...
0: Becoming gonna, dark.
1: Becoming dark.
0: And eventually, if you become fully evil, you're not allowed to use dark runes anymore.
1: Ah, uh-huh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah,
0: that's all the way at the bottom. And the further dark you go, eventually you won't be able to use hero cards anymore. And you're mm-hmm. locked into using anti-hero cards. Likewise, the further light you go, you can get blocked out of using anti-hero cards. True. So, so I'm, I've just dropped down the track, but I succeeded And I take the card and I tuck it, because I did the top, not the bottom. Right. I tuck it so the top is showing underneath my, because it was the first realm, I tuck it under my background card Mm -hmm. or my origin card. Now, one symbol we've missed, which is the double-ended triangle. Oh, yes. What that symbolizes is that I now have a choice. I can pick up an additional hero or anti-hero card. Yes. And I pick which one. I get that. And take it. And then my turn's done. We flip another card off the deck to refill the open spot, and it moves back over to the next player.
1: Exactly.
0: They go through the same thing. So, and it goes around like that. Once a player has finished three cards underneath their origin, their first card, right? Three challenges that go underneath, or traits that go underneath their origin. Yes. When they start their next turn, they will flip the Tier 2 deck face up. Mm -hmm. Or not the deck, but the cards from the Tier 2. And now they are limited. They can only take from the Tier 2.
1: Now, if you're still working on your Tier 1, you can start taking from the Tier 2.
0: And that's the catch-up mechanic. And that helps. One of the things that can happen is, I might Julie might get all three of hers, and I might have failed to do one of the challenges. Mm-hmm. So now, Julie's already moved on to her tier two, and I'll, I only have one card or two cards, depending on how bad I've failed. Yep. Well, the challenges are going to be harder. I yes. am less likely to succeed, but if I can pull off a success,
1: you they're get usually
0: ahead. a better benefit. Right. So we go through, we do tier two. Once you have three cards under your origin or your first slot, mm-hmm. you can only take from tier 2. Right. Once you have 3 cards under tier 2, it unlocks tier 3. If you have 3 cards under your your middle tier, your motivation, you can only take from tier 3. And then as soon as somebody gets their third tier 3 card, mm-hmm. which is then which is going to fill up the slots under their destiny, that starts the end of the game. Everybody else but them takes one more turn, right? Because we
1: all end with nine the goal cards. is
0: for everybody to end up with nine additional cards under their starting cards, correct? Right? But that's not always going to happen. You might that's end up true. short, right? That's Somebody true. might end up short, but it gives a chance for everybody to try to catch up. And then you, everybody reveals their destiny. Mm-hmm. You, you could take like we've played games where you then try to read out your. Your cards, we kind of gave that up because that adds a bit to the, you know. But uh, basically, you add up your points. There's a nice little score sheet yes. that comes with the game that makes it very easy to do points. I think it does. And uh, and then you compare totals. Now, along the way, certain cards... So all the cards have symbols of the runes. Yes. But then along the way, certain cards are going to have black diamonds or white diamonds. Those are straight victory points, mm-hmm. and they are either dark victory points or light good victory points
1: and that 's part of picking the card at the end of how you 're going going right. to score
0: and your <laughs> destiny card will usually give you white you know, light or dark victory points now here 's the thing you can have both yes. they don't they don 't counteract each other, but some motivations we'll make will them say. More Right, so like Julie's motivation was, uh, you don't take, or basically ignore the effects of all light victory points. Mm-hmm. Um, so that becomes a bit of a challenge, although she can go fully evil with that card, because the the penalty to being fully evil, one of the penalties, is negative four light victory points. Yeah. Well, I she ignores that. I never got down that, that far. Right. Um, so there's a couple of different things like that, but the light in the dark really doesn't offset, but they will feed other victory conditions.
1: Well, I think it's also, um, how you have to play the game because if you need black ones to have scores, then you you have to do that. If you forget or don't realize that you need white ones and you get extra points for those white ones.
0: And it's all on the extra points or limited points. Now, the other thing you'll see in a lot of these cards is there are little symbols like a scroll, an actual full-blown mountain, uh, a crown, the scales of justice, a mask. Mm -hmm. Um, These are story icons. And what you're trying to do, um, a star is one of them. You're trying to collect sets of story icons Mm -hmm. in your tableau, in your allies, because one of the cards that can flip up that actually doesn't go under your... uh, under your card is an ally. So you're trying to collect these these extra symbols. Right. And you get a bunch of extra points if you have 4 or more of those symbols. Mm-hmm. If you have 3 or more, you get a moderate number of extra points. If you, if you have 2, you or I should say if it's 4 or more, if it's 3, if it's 2, you get a small number of points. If it's 1, it doesn't count for anything. Yeah. And you're trying to so like your last destiny was the Earth Mother or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And you got a bunch of benefits for doing mountain symbols. Yes. But the mountain symbols were nature type, like go yes. explore this valley, go.
1: So they usually ended up with white diamonds also.
0: Or a the lot white of times. White. Yeah. You know? So, so that's the other thing is yeah. like they try to add you know crowns uh I'm trying to remember Majesty
1: crowns.
0: yeah, it might be majesty, and it's sort of like I picked Royalty? up a lot of crowns one time for yeah. leading armies for advising the king for mm-hmm. doing stuff like that. Scrolls are usually some sort of knowledge justice. the justice stuff, yeah, so there's some different stuff in there you you can go become a criminal, so and that's usually the there. mask.
1: There, there are a lot. There's a lot. I, I can see There's where you can add a lot. Store a lot of story to yeah. it.
0: Yeah. So, um, so that is call to adventure. Now, before we give our opinions about Haven't the we game, we doing that? Yeah, we have all the way along. <laughs> I do want to say at this point, Mario. Matt's by Mars. Mario, uh, who I consider a good friend. Is actually listed as one of the developers on this game.
1: Oh wow. I didn't uh, know. The that. guy
0: that painted my alchemists. Oh. And has won multiple crystal brushes.
1: Yes, and we usually see him passing in at Gen at, Con.
0: At Gen Con, yeah. So um I know he play tested and in, in he actually has a developer credit in the book. Kudos to him. Yeah.
1: I, I mean awesome. it's
0: it's a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, so You started by saying you would add it to your shelf. Yes. You like it. I like it. You like it. Now. What do you like about it?
1: Well, I'm starting, I I think if we played it more often, I'd be able to figure out the mechanics better. I think, I think that they're, they're in the realm of me understanding the game, not having to ask multiple questions over and over again which sometimes happens in more complicated games with more more cards and more things and yeah, more stuff. You don't stuff. ask
0: a lot of questions in this game. No. And um So it's simple. It yeah, I would, Which which would lead to the complexity number on the on the BGG rating. Yeah, but
1: I think for a non-gamer there is some complexity to it because you have to think, which I think is a very interesting part of seeing what you are actually thinking and what I'm thinking. Like I'm putting things together, stars, you know, I'm putting symbols together. I'm, I need this to do this where I'm not reading the card and the name of the card and what it will do.
0: So I'm still at the point of just
1: looking at it.
0: I've played the game multiple different ways. I have played games, a couple of them tonight. Mm -hmm. I went in and just wanted to develop a story. Right. So.
1: And you made a great one.
0: Yeah. But again, I just want to sort of develop a story. Uh, There are other games where I am very much tracking. Okay. How do I maximize points? Uh, I need to get four of this symbol, three of this symbol, multiple sets of three. Uh, How can I, you know, my, my. Destiny card is going to give me extra points for having multiple cards in hand or for playing multiple cards. Right. Like one of the, one of the cards, you get a point for every hero or anti-hero card you play. So I was trying to get as many cards as possible and play as many cards as possible. Right. So I was focusing on that part of the game, mm-hmm. not really solving things. Okay. Um, tonight, I was looking more for story. So like both Both games we played tonight, I didn't really care if I got... Like, one of my characters had four or five wands. Yes. You never need more than three of a single symbol.
1: No, because you have no more... Because you can't get
0: extra runes for having more than three. No. So, if I'm just trying to maximize points, unless something is going to put me over, I usually won't go for something that gives me extra of a wand, unless that's one of the things that will give me points. Okay. Um. So I play it very differently each time. And I can't even really say, like, I couldn't say to you, I'm going to p- probably play it this way the next time we play. It's really I, once I sit down and start. I don't think it's start, that
1: type of game. Because it really is it randomized with, with what cards come up. Yeah. I mean, you may not have a choice but to go dark because of the cards you picked. So, or pick up.
0: Tonight, my last the last game, my intention was to go very light, mm-hmm. and I caved. Yeah, to go after and, and amusingly, to go do one of the challenges which would give which would which gave me a lot of good victory points, mm-hmm. light side victory points. I used two dark runes and immediately dropped down. Into the bottom of antihero and was stuck there. Right, I had a card in hand that was going to bump me up to fully, like as good as good can be, and I ended up getting stuck at at villain. You could until that you. On. Well, but you went along, <laughs> and then you were like, "Well, to get this benefit, I'm going to bump you up." Into light, which suddenly made me more neutral, and I could start playing my hero cards again. Exactly. And as soon as I could do that, I waited to the end, and then hero card, hero card. I, you know, boom, boom, boom. You did like
1: three or four at one time. Yeah,
0: all the way up to Paragon of Light.
1: Yay. Ah. (laughs) Oh.
0: Yay. Sound effect. Yes. So. um, I'll have
1: to come up with some for you.
0: So there's things like that, but yeah, I, I, I. I, I approach the game a bit differently every time I sit down to play it.
1: Yeah, I just try to remember how to play it. That's fair. And it doesn't take away the joy of it. It doesn't... Um, and
0: this isn't that complicated of a game. No. So there's not a lot to remember.
1: So the second game was much better than the first. Yeah. Because I got it, you know. And that's why, I mean, if it was on my shelf, I think it would actually become... Maybe we would pay more. Or are we just playing to play? Like, we just play fast.
0: Well, I was going to say, and with the two of us playing, we're finishing a game in like 20... We're definitely under 30 minutes.
1: So, I mean, maybe we're not paying enough attention to the cards. Although we chat a lot,
0: so that might take us up to 30, but... um, I I wouldn't say that. I think we are. I mean, the art is... So, I think the art is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely beautiful.
1: Yeah, but I do I'm looking at the cards for the symbols for the how many points it is, what's what's on there, what I what I need. Um, and I I wonder if that's the type of gamer I am. Hmm. Or um
0: I'm not sure. So that's the core game. I think we both I mean, it, it's a I'd game we're very it. positive on.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we recommend it. So there are expansions coming. So this was a Kickstarter. Oh, geez. Well, okay, you say oh OGs.
1: I just say OGs oh, because we have a lot of games coming.
0: Expansion number one, which actually is due out soon. Uh, not soon, TM trademark, but actually like... It's supposed to be going to shipping soon. Uh,
1: now, let me say something. Yes. I can definitely say that it would will do well with more cards. I think it needs more cards. So, I don't... Then we're not getting more cards?
0: We are getting more cards. And my understanding is the cards can mix in,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: in some cases, at least the first expansion, you may want to keep it separate. Okay. So, the first expansion is called The Name of the Wind. Hmm. Huh. Now, you should know The Name of the Wind, and the listener out there is just gotten really like, oh, <laughs> um, our friend Denise teaches a class yes. based on this book, The Name of the Wind, by Patrick Rothfuss. Yes. So oh, otherwise- she's going to have to play yes, this. Yes. And you actually get to build characters from those books- Using cards that show the background from those books. Oh, so one can of the she things, get a
1: teacher's copy?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I—it's I, one of the things I find so amazing about this game—is I think they took the right approach. They—it it isn't necessarily movies, role-playing games, or books, but it's all of those. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get a set of cards that let us build characters that could exist in the story in these worlds that authors have written that are so loved. The next one is a Brandon Sanderson book that I just finished reading, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, I'm also super excited about. Um, uh, it's the Oathbinder series, and why is my brain completely frying right now? Um to do the Stormlight, the Stormlight Archive. Uh, by Brandon Sanderson. Now that one's going to have supposedly some potentially different mechanics that add into the mm-hmm. game, so they probably won't mix as cleanly.
1: Yeah. But so that's we're not getting extra cards to put into our. The
0: name of the The name of the wind. We are supposed to be. Hmm. So, but in in again, name of the wind is a more classic fantasy setting. Yeah. So you could just mix in the stuff here. I.
1: You will definitely have I will be have very to excited to
0: see when it comes. Yeah. Um, I am very excited for Stormlight and for Name of the Wind. Like, just psyched. Yeah. Um, so, and uh, Brotherwise Games also, you know, huge shout out to them. They're the ones that make Boss Monster. Oh. And they were the ones that sent us. They were one of the sponsors of the Spring Fling who were so generous. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Um, in fact, this came... Like, three weeks before Spring Fling. Oh. So, um, but yeah. So, that was, like, they were hugely generous and huge thank you to them.
1: Absolutely. Um, we appreciate all the people who who volunteer and, uh, you and, know, and donate. Partner with us. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, I hope it really came out as a partnership and people saw the the bump. Mm-hmm. But that's different. That's Spring Fling talk. Yep. That's, we're not uh, on there. So, uh so, you know, maybe maybe this soon will come with, you know, the what, what are those Amish books you read? And then you can make characters in the Amish universe.
1: Oh, <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> they probably wouldn't be using ruins in those Amish books.
0: No, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. Not at all. Uh, anything else you want to add? I don't think so. Think we got it? I think so. Okay.
1: I've said a lot.
0: Uh, That is Call to Adventure. Alrighty. Venture, 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 (laughs) venture. Bye bye now. (laughs)